This week, the Bamfcast scrapes the bottom of the barrel and finds a trashier shade of pale. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Episode 53. Fitty tree. Good God almighty. Yes, those numbers keep going up every time we do this. How does that happen? I don't know. What does it mean? (laughs) So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Yeah, I'm the beach. And what we do each and every time we get together and make those numbers go up is we watch a shitty movie. Add one. And then we come and talk about said shitty movie. And then we rate said shitty movie. Rate, rate. One to five jocks if it's a good, bad movie after robot jocks. Or one to five bags in the negative sliding scale after twilight, as in douchebags. So... So, this week, we decided, or I decided. You because, decided, because I'm asshole. Yes, I will take all the blame and credit. You are the reason the terrorists hate us. I am. Though I had nothing to do with the production of the said movie. We watched the 1987 classic, classic, the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Yeah. You're doing a little, a little fist pump yes. action, and that does not need to happen it does when you say this, classic. this film needs the opposite of fist pumps so the reason we decided to finally go ahead and do this is for whatever reason netflix said hey Hi. we have thousands <laughs> of movies at our disposal you know possibly over a hundred thousand who knows where you're not sponsored by them and they said hey let's put the garbage pill kids on instant streaming because why wouldn't you dude mgm strikes again yes MGM, oh, how we miss you and your wonderful oh, lion's roar. That lion, he's a fucker. Wow. So, before we get into dissecting this wonderful tale of uh, child love, <laughs> <Whoa. let's, laughs> not that kind of child love, let's go ahead and get a plot synopsis out of the way, shall we? Let's. Okay. You should do that. All right. I don't. I don't know if I want to do this, but go ahead. Teen Dodger gets the surprise of his life when he uncovers a repulsive gang of alien kids in this gross-out tale based on the popular 1980s trading cards. Dodger decides to free Messy Tessie, Foul Phil, Valerie Vomit, and the other filthy kids. Out of the garbage can, they help him fight bullies. But is the world ready for the icky garbage pill kids, or will authorities toss them down to the the disposal? What? I don't know what I would have liked them to do. Toss them down the disposal? I don't care if they don't want to get in that can. <laughs> get you them grab the each one of them. Can. And if you have to put them in a fucking blender. Will it blend? Yes. Okay. You put those little midget creepazoid piece of shit rubber costumes in that fucking can and don't make this movie. Okay. So before we <laughs> let our true feelings be known. PJ. I was just kidding about about all that. Yeah. Uh, no, this re- was great. I really actually <laughs> fucking awesome. Hated it more. Now, so for some of us who may be younger than um, some of us in this room, very here, <laughs> um, some of us did not have the joy of collecting garbage pail kids, the mock cards based somewhat on the cabbage patch kid phenomenon mm-hmm. of the mid to late eighties. Um, those cards were. Very, very popular among kids. I had a whole bunch of them. I, I, I still do, in I fact, probably somewhere. do somewhere, yes. So that's that's for us, in, you know, at least in the, uh, you know, in our 30s, at least. Um, that's probably pretty much the entire yeah. range there. Because, they, you know, apparently they're still around. I, I read somewhere that they're really? still making them. Yeah. I don't know how they could. I, I mean, I don't they made like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Yeah. I mean, how many other... Terrible puns. How many come up with? fart and snot jokes can right, you make? Right, is the question. Sure. I guess they just have a thesaurus and they're like, "Oh yeah, what kind of name rhymes Let's with see. that?" Uh, that starts with a T, just like this. So or rhymes, yeah. Okay, so this movie, uh, and I use that term loosely this time, uh, is basically a cash in on that craze. And so their basic plot outline is: we are to assume. That we're shown a garbage pail spaceship in the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that apparently at some point in time crash lands on Earth and is much tinier, perhaps, than the spaceship would uh, would appear in in the exterior space shots. I, I guess. Yes. Because there's this dude, Captain whatever Mancini. Hell, Mancini. 
who has this antique shop and he has the garbage pail in there. And as long as you don't open it up, they remain trapped inside. And through a series of whatever's Dodger, the kid who works for Captain Mancini in a creepy kind of sort of way. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. 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 Like he doesn't have parents. No. He doesn't have a family. He never leaves. Like and he, he takes his clothes off more than once in front of him. Right. And because he's supposed to be like 12 years old or whatever. Or, no, he says he's 14. He's 14, almost 15. Yeah. Thank you. Still. But um, yeah, so he's getting AKA bullied. 10. He's getting bullied a lot by uh, Juice. Who's like 30. Juice, yeah. Yeah. And his gang, which includes, uh, you know, the uh, She-Hulk and, and steroided up Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. And then they also have in, in tow Tangerine, who is the semi, I guess, love interest for Dodger, mm-hmm. or at least the girl he lusts after with his 14-year-old bad self. Yes. Um, so all that happens because through whatever, we see that he gets bullied, and then this bullying takes place in the antique shop, and they knock the garbage pail over, and oops, our, the garbage pail kids our are creepy uh, little people rubber mask fiends enter into the movie they look like a test run for the uh 1990 ninja turtles movie okay i can go Except with that. a lot worse yeah sure like ninja turtle actually figured out how to do lip syncing and yeah yeah actually make the masks work yeah and, and not speak the stuff of nightmares yeah i got a I got a real quick beef um this is zany captain mcfuck nuggets dude um <laughs> captain mancini yeah sure Captain McFuck Nuggets, Captain Manzini, yeah. whatever. Same diff. Um, it's so important to him that these garbage pale kids not get out that he puts a an antique diving helmet on top of the can mm-hmm. right. to secure it, which is a phenomenal idea if I've ever heard one. Sure. To prevent a rickety old garbage pail from losing its top somehow. And then... Uh, once he establishes that, yes, this might be a problem, this could be the veritable Pandora's box of our generation, he um, puts it on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is, which is a genius idea. Yeah, and, and he doesn't duct tape the shelf. fuck out of it. That is kind of where I was going. Yes. Maybe this garbage pail is impervious to fucking duct tape. Mm, we wouldn't have a movie if he had done it, but that's we would not all a be bad better thing. Off. Exactly. The terrorists would not hate us. As, as much, much. <laughs> had this not happened right exactly <sighs> so well, the garbage pill kids get loose and by sheer uh plot happenstance they happen to excel at uh sewing um for whatever reason because tangerine wants to be a fashion designer right. she sells clothing she's made at the local clubs mm-hmm Club. And, or local club, yes. Yeah, she sells her clothing at the local Which club. Which is about 400 miles away, yeah. according yeah. to the, the driving And montage. they decide, in order to help Dodger impress her, they make him basically... They kill and skin a Michael Jackson and then give sure. his 1987 outfit to the kid. Right. And so he wears that. She's very impressed. Says, hey, where'd you get that? And he says, oh, I mean, That's it. hideous. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Leah, I, we can't understate how hideous the outfits in this movie are. That are supposed to be high fashion. I don't, I don't or whatever. know. I kind of liked her road sign one. That was that was particularly <laughs> hideously enjoyable. Yeah, like like they go, fo- they just go so far around being hideous that they come back to looking actually even more fucking hideous. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but yeah, but that's that's the whole crux. Somehow a garbage pail kids movie, the crux of it involves around making fashion. clothes and having a fashion show. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. In. I guess it's the 80s because the kid sees nothing gay about this whatsoever. Nope. About, being, about being a fashion designer. It's as perfectly normal as it is that everybody treats the garbage pail kids, which are apparently going to freak the world out if they get seen until they go, oh, you're weird. Uh, yeah. That's about the biggest reaction. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're like little, they, it, it's basically the first part of the movie is a ripoff on Gremlins kind of, where it's like, oh, yeah. okay, you've let the Gremlins out and now they're just trashing the place and... Yeah. All they care about is having fun and trashing things. And then suddenly they care about making clothing for some disorder. Like you do. Reason. Well, yeah. <clears throat> it all makes sense. Yeah. Really. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Fuck this piece of shit movie. And God, it is... We can't understate either how annoying they are. Except for the uh, um, 
Greaser Greg. Greaser Greg. Hey. Greaser Greg. Wow. Who just loves to flick his switchblade at any given opportunity. Yeah. Except for the one time in the movie he needed it. That's what's awesome. He gets thrown in a net. Yeah. He is not ready with his switchblade at all. No. Of course not. He wields it at the slightest thing like, hey, I brought you breakfast. Knife. Mother. (laughs) (laughs) You better have brought me breakfast. Thanks for breakfast. Yo. Yeah, we're not we're we're not quite being uh, stereotypical enough for Greaser Greg. I I don't have the energy to do it. No. Yeah. What's the matter? Mm. Oh, oh! You don't have the energy to do Greaser Greg. I'd cut you. <laughs> Fuck so, off. Yeah. Something like that, but worse. Yeah. yeah, but you know, and then of course the one alligator looks like a fucking alligator. Yep. Yeah, and he's a sassy old black man. Yeah, and he likes to bite people's toes. Mm, I like to eat me some toes. <laughs> That's pretty much how he, he has a foot fetish. Yeah, yeah, pretty much is yeah. what they're trying to tell you. But so, yeah, so he's like my ex-wife, only prettier. Ugh. <laughs> okay, and thank you, Jackie Mason, for dropping by. Yeah. No problem. See you guys later. Bandcast. Uh, Jackie, can we talk about Caddyshack Three for a second? Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Thank I don't wife, even know please. where to begin. Really. Yeah. Okay, so one thing I want to point out is how ridiculously inappropriate this movie is for kids in every way imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, you think about the Garbage Pail Kids cards weren't exactly kid-appropriate, no, which no, is no, why no. kids loved them right, so much. Right, but, but usually when something like that gets Hollywoodized and any money is pumped into it whatsoever, it gets ridiculously sanitized. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying like they're offensive in that, you know, they're they're fart and piss and vomit jokes. I mean, that not as that goes. I mean, that's that's typical, you know, kids mm-hmm. haha fair at at scatological humor, but yeah. they are fucking frightening. I mean, how I had, I, you know, if I saw this in the theaters, which I did, I had to have been around 10, maybe 11, you mm-hmm. know? So maybe I was just old enough that it didn't give me nightmares, but it should have. Yeah, they are horrifying. They are horrifying. They are truly And it's hor- not, and I mean, I'm not being like, because the whole message of this is like being different is okay. No, being different is fine, but looking like some kind of extra fucking horrifying fucking horrifying <laughs> chucky you know like chucky I, I would rather cuddle up with chucky than any one of these things you know mm-hmm. chucky, pretty much yeah so okay there's that right but then you know there's there's extremely weird sexual things in this that should not be in any kids movies um like i mean the the, the entire ending scene because we're let's just face it we're not we're not going to cover this as, as detailed plot by plot no, this, this no, is no. There's a musical number somewhere in there, and about that was that was the point. BJ got up and almost left. Yeah, I, he, I he walked got out up, of the theater. He walked out of the theater, and we convinced him to stay. You did not convince me to stay. Nothing convinced me to stay. Well, then why I, did you stay? Because we told you you remember the name of the podcast, right? Yeah, and yeah. then you said yes, it's bad movie. Fuck, and then you sat down. Right. So, if I remember correctly. I, I wasn't ready to... I was ready to give up, but I wasn't going to. Mm. And that's why you're a man. I'm ne- a fighter. Never I'm give a man. up. Never surrender. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, I've been watching a lot of Serenity, yes. so... Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of fighting Serenity now. So, okay. Like I said, we're, we're not... We are not going to necessarily go through plot by plot point, but what no. I want to get at is towards the end, as, as you can imagine, uh, the Garbage Pail Kids make some clothes for Bitchy McBitcherson and... Along the way, she is, of course, scheming to steal all the clothing and become famous and get, get a fashion and show and the money. Yeah. And she's still dating but, Juice. Yeah. And the bully asshole. So it, comes to, it, it comes to the big fashion show. And for whatever strange reason. Um, okay. I do have Juice to back up. Juice and the Newtons. Yeah. <laughs> I have to back up yeah. one second because we didn't. We have to talk about there is apparently the state home for the ugly. Yes, it is literally called State Home for the Ugly. Yeah, and it's it's the insane asylum for uh, socially unacceptably people too ugly for society, yeah. too fat, too skinny, yeah. too weird, too old, too old, too, too crippled. Yeah, was one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, there was too pale, too dark, too hairy, too silly. Yeah, yeah, and they execute them. And the garbage pail kids get put under too gross. And then there was like too legit 
too legit to quit. Um, <laughs> and then there was Hey Hey for some reason yeah. over on the side. I don't get that. Yeah. It was weird. This is the 80s thing. Um, so along the way, <laughs> they're also trying to find more Garbage Pail Kids, which is just what this movie needed, was uh, some more of those annoying, creepy little fuckers. But so the captain and Dodger along the way of, of this whole fashion main plot as a side plot, they're trying to find said home for the ugly. That's basically how they're going to pay the garbage pail kids off for making the clothing. Right. For being there. For working in yeah. their sweatshop downstairs. Which it did clothes. say at one point, which is yeah, promises. They went, to, they went to the non-union approved sweatshop. Yeah. And stole it, literally that was borrowed, the sign. borrowed all the equipment yeah. that they needed. The one good thing about this movie, there are a lot of signs Signs. Are, yeah, that just completely worthy. ludicrous. Yeah. yeah, they were awesome. They signs. were gawking like, up the scenery and yeah, because yeah, because they had the Long they had non union authorized sweatshop. Yeah. yeah, they had the, the toughest, toughest bar in the world. world. Right, right. Oh, and then he had the very, uh, very black magic or, or very, uh, yeah, very black, really magic. black, really, magic. really black, really magic. black magic. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we have to point out that Captain Mancini, on top of being an eccentric. Antiques. He's a wizard. <laughs> He's apparently some kind of old school magician of some kind. Well, you, you no, know, I'm going to go like, with wizard. Okay. Because he did some wizarding. He did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you, with a name like Man's Captain Mancini, I mean, I'm thinking this is some kind of weird stage magician name. Well, but you know, but to somebody, was... see, I'm saying that was probably his front. He was probably a front man magician with an actual wizarding background. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> a wizard. I'm just trying to make a, a topic of conversation here. Brought to you by Don no, Pardo. Out of nothing. So back to what I was saying. He's an old, insane man yeah, who owns possi- an antique store. That possibly a pederast. I, I don't <laughs> yes, <laughs> most likely a pederast. He keeps no, a bunch of children. <laughs> he keeps a bunch of children, children in, in his a, basement. Well, yes, or in a garbage pail, whatever. Yeah. So okay, and so, he has an errand boy, yes. and he makes sure that he's like no one can ever know that they're down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that sound like? So Dodger, pretty soon he's got a basket. He's Dodger. like, it places the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. Right. And the Dodger kid? Yeah, Dodger. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a wee it's bit a dodgy. Bit, it's a bit, oh, God, oh. beat me to it. I hate you, Spice fucking girls. But, um, <sighs> okay, so the culmination, the big scene of the the fashion show, the show, the fashion showdown, if you will. Mm-hmm. This is the part where I took a nap. Okay, for whatever reason, Juice and the Newtons decide to um, kidnap the the Garbage Pail Kids after they've made all the clothing and take them to the home for the ugly Yeah, because apparently they're paying a bounty for ugly yeah, peoples. But the problem with their plan is they were the ones making the clothes. Right. So how are they going to make more clothes now? They're, Juice and the Newtons uh, are very smart. Apparently Tangerine is, is banking on this being so big that she just needs to make one name for herself. And then, and then she, can, she can either continue to make well, the clothes or Well, considering how fucking hideous the clothes are, it, it shouldn't be hard. doesn't matter what she makes. Well, they're right, pretty right. 80s awesome. Yeah. Well, no. This, no is not the not. Fa- this is not the fashion <laughs> podcast that you're looking for. No, I'm telling you. These were ugly. I know they were. Well, yeah, mostly. Anyway, so the fashion show. Have you seen what the kids are wearing <laughs> these days? It's coming back. I'm telling you right now. Top Gun reboot. It's going to happen. So the fashion showdown. Um, they Starring break, they break the, uh, the garbage pails out, kids out of the, the not so highly yeah. secured the castle. The friendly biker gang helps yes. break oh, them out. Oh, right. Because they because have that scene. the garbage pail kids made fun, made friends with the, the biker, biker gang. gang. Much because like they, they fought, fought them. back. Yeah. 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 And so they said, Hey, these guys are pretty awesome. Yeah. Cause it is the toughest bar in the world. So. Sure. Sure. They were not impressed by a funky dance to tequila. It was just having garbage pail kid sized balls. Yep. So, so. So they, they, they break them out of the, the of the home and they go to the fashion show and then the, the craziness ensues. And of course, along this way and, and where I was going with this all along is that much like the end of, say, like Zapped, another 80s classic, part of their uh, tearing apart of this show is to just go and start ripping the clothes off of all the fashion models. So you have they about, were taking their clothes yeah. back. Yeah, they were taking them back. Yes, but it ends up you have. 20 or so, you know, young fashion girls running around in their underwear in a PG targeted for kids movie, Mm -hmm. which I'm, you know, whatever, you know, maybe if it were directed, you know, if it were PG 13 and it were directed for that age set, I can understand it, but this is, I'm maybe, yeah, whatever too. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying it, it, it's one of the many things in this movie that is a little suspect in its target audience. True. Besides the fact that, like we said, they're creepy as fuck. Yeah. 
I think this is just, I mean, it, it, it was just a shitty everything. Okay. So they had no choice. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot going on in this movie. Really? Yes. It's actually a commentary on society's obsession with beauty. The ostracization of those seem deemed socially unacceptable. Hmm. It's because you understand that our heroes represent the oppressed underclass of illegal aliens, thus working in a sweatshop. I'm sure. Status is only elevated when they join forces with the socially repressed biker gang who represent the militant underclass. Now, remember, when the Garbage Pail Kids went out to meet with the biker gang, they were dressed up as Black Panthers. They, they were. Wearing trench coats, berets, sunglasses, the whole nine yards. Thus, there you have the tie-in with modern-day militant underclass groups, which, in the end, they rise up and strip bare their oppressors. You pretentious shitbag I totally, fuck. I totally got all that. I mean... How yes, did you know? Yeah. And see, the irony here is that the beautiful clothes that are made for the fashion are actually made by the ugly people. Mm-hmm. And they're actually incredibly ugly. Right. So you see the irony that comes up there. I do. They were kind of wrinkled. They needed some irony. <laughs> 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 Please tell me you wrote all that yourself. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Why? I, I don't know. You were reading, obviously. No, I, I wouldn't bite I, from anyone else. No. These, are, these are my notes. Okay. I'm impressed. But yeah, so you see, they're they're illegal aliens because they came from outer space. Mm -hmm. So they're literal aliens. Right, right. And they're illegal because... Because they can't go out and be found because if they're found... By the normies. Then they will be... And see, once they're found, they're immediately imprisoned and they're going to be killed. So see, it's actually commentary on the Arizona law, which hadn't even happened back then. But they knew. They knew. mm -hmm. They were way ahead of their time. Mm -hmm. I concur with all that. Five jocks. <laughs> <laughs> it had a message. The message was, yes. <laughs> the message is also, don't trust crazy old wizards. Nope. <laughs> yes. Because they're going to molest you sooner or later. Yeah. The man's just a crazy this old wizard. This just did Crazy yeah. wizards will molest you. <laughs> Film at 11. Yes. And if you see a little midget with a head like three feet wide... Mm-hmm. Run the fuck away. Or smash it. Unless you work <laughs> in the fashion industry. <laughs> Unless you work in the fashion industry and then. No. But I see, I still don't get their plan. Wh- whose plan? As far as like throwing the kids in the prison and then, you know. No, no like I said. They, I, were, the, they were their labor. You I know. Free she, labor. Was, she was good with design. Why would you get it? rid of free labor? Well, because they were that eventually going to rise up and, and rat her out or something. Sure. Her plan was to well, leave everybody by the way. Well, she they would by. Right. Yeah. Well, no, she she was trying to get them executed so that nobody would ever know. And then she'd have time to, she'd have time mm. and help. Yes. Yeah. The first step in any coup is to eliminate all possible uh, resistance. Right. Mm. Yeah. And then Juice was going to, Juice was probably going to off uh, Dodger. You know, at some point. He was the one link left. Yeah. He's that All one link. had to thread. do was, oh, well, the wizard too, I guess. Oh, I think Tangerine was a little bit more devious. I think she planned off Juice, uh, She-Hulk, and Shia LaBeouf. I think Probably. she was going to be a, you know, a lone ranger, you know, off in the fashion industry world. Right. You know, she could find new slave labor. I mean, it's it's abundant, especially in the yeah, 80s. Just, yeah, I just asked Kathy Lee. Yeah. So, like I said, there's a lot going on in this movie. Oh, yeah. I think so. It's still a steaming shit pile. Yeah. But there's a lot. Uh, here we go. On. Rating time, then. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this movie. Four bags. Yeah, four bags. Not quite five. Yeah, it's definitely not a five. The only thing that saves it from five for me is, um, like, the stupid signs. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, like, that song, I, <laughs> I was thankful BJ got up and almost left because mm-hmm. I was like halfway off the couch i was like if he's going i'm going <laughs> oh so you were forming your own little coup is what you're saying yes yeah. we, we, we were about to overthrow our oppressors Actually, but we were gonna let you keep your clothes on we were going to go get guns and shoot you yeah i appreciate that yeah so i know where yours are i was thinking i was thinking for along the way but i'm what? gonna bump it up no 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 i'm, I'm gonna bump it up to three because Mostly because of the valid, very valid points you made, sir. The the extreme social commentary mm-hmm. uh, l- laid there. So I actually I accidentally bumped up the rating yes. for this movie. Yeah, it was I, it was never. I don't five. think any of that was intended, though. Oh, it was. I think that no, was just was. a big fucking accident. No, no, I'm sorry. A, well, then you don't put them in Black Panther outfits. No, you do and not. not make that you connection. Do not. 
And if you do somehow, then it's as Bob Ross once said, it's a happy little accident. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I hate myself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys. I hate you guys sometimes. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's don't want, even though it's on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, if you have, I, I like, can't it, even point out a scene to go to to watch to be like, hey, yeah, check this out. I no. mean, if, if you want to see the bottom of the that. barrel scene, if you're like some kind of masochist, I believe that the musical number is on YouTube. Yes, yeah. I had seen it yeah. before this. Um, but I mean, if you you know if you value your time so little that you have ninety minutes, ninety seven minutes to spare, you know, whatever, by all means, what you ninety seven minutes, which will feel like three hours. Yes, pretty much. Just really so will. you know, it will feel like three hours because that's how slow this movie is. Yes. What you should do. Mm-hmm. is put this on your Netflix queue just so that you can have the satisfaction of removing it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you could rate it. Yes, put it on your, put it on, rate it, remove it, punch yourself in the face for even looking at it, and and then you'll have the the experience. Works for me. I agree yep. with all of that. All right. Let's, Let's take, a, take break. a break. Let's do that. Break it, break, break, break. Welcome back to the BAMFCAST second half. Hey, BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. So, so <laughs> first off, I think I have to um, talk briefly about the movie I went and saw last night, finally, um, just before it leaves the theaters. Finally got a chance to go see Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Really? Yes. What'd down, you think? Down to two showtimes in this city. And <laughs> one in every city. And, and that's two theaters. <laughs> so basically one showtime per, per theater. Mm-hmm. Left, period. So, what did I think? Um, for what it is, it is absolutely brilliant. I'm just not sure I 100%, you know, that that movie, that kind of movie needs to exist. I mean, it's it's a brilliant um, straight-up adaptation of something that crazy. But I can see kind of sadly why it failed, because it's not for hmm, about 98% of the population. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about... Um, kick ass and how uh nerdy it is mm-hmm. Th- this takes that to a whole nother level um it you know i i got most of it but yeah it's by the end you're just like your eyes kind of hurt because it's so chaotic and frenetic the whole time but uh you know i i still really really liked it and may possibly pick it up on dvd or blu-ray i mean i, I sound a little negative about it but i, I do kind of like it hmm i may I, have to borrow it from yeah you. it's uh you know, it's it's really well done. Like I said, I could just I can totally see why it why it one hundred percent flopped, <laughs> flopped the big one, especially going or go up against like the expendable. Is it as ADD as it looks? Pretty much, yeah. Like just completely. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of even, probably even worse than you think it is because they kind of do this whole thing where it's like there's never necessarily like an actual scene. It just transitions onto the new one in, in weird ways. Like mm-hmm. somebody will be walking and all of a sudden it sort of pans out and they're in a completely different location and time has passed okay. to, the, to, to the point that it's like, there's almost no sense of time in, in this. It's, it's really, and sometimes even distance or reality. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very bizarre. I, I have to say I have like no prior knowledge to the source material other than having seen some of the artwork here and there, mm-hmm. but never sat and tried to read it. I, it, it may I haven't be, either. It so. made me interested too, so I, I may, but just to see exactly how faithful it is. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate Michael Sarah. Um, I do have to say that, like, after seeing this movie, I fully believe that you can take anybody on the planet and turn them into looking like they're a badass fighter because they do a really amazing job with fight choreography in this, mm-hmm. and it's. With a bunch of people who have no business looking like they know how to fight, be it Michael Cera, or Jason Schwartzman, or you know, anyone down the list, or I mean, anyone in this movie whatsoever. Well, I mean, yeah, with the exception of like you know Brandon Routh and you know Chris Evans, you know, being the two biggest guys in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, you can see them fighting, but yeah, like everybody else, no. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of the um, fake movie posters. Yeah. that they make for uh, who is it? It's Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans' character. I almost said Chris Pine. I knew that was wrong. Yeah, Chris Evans' character. Those were, those were pretty good. Yeah, my my favorite was still um, Action Doctor. That's the good news is you're going to live. The bad news is he's going to kill you. Yeah, (laughs) 
Yeah, and I mean the couple of the little bit of scenes they show you from his uh, his movies are pretty awesome. Like the, I think it's the one everybody's talked about. It's like he's in a phone booth, and he's like, he's, you know, it's doing that like Michael Bay spin around the phone booth thing, and he's like, you're gonna hear two clicks. The first one's gonna be me hanging up this phone. The next one's gonna be me pulling the trigger. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it definitely it definitely knows itself and is very very much in the completely zany out there mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I mean every time he beats dudes they explode into coins. So, you know. Yeah. It's very, very much in Yeah, I've it's, heard it's it's really it's basically a video game. Yeah, it is. It is to a movie. That's it's the funny thing is is like I, I hesitated to talk about this on the Banffcast. I almost more want to talk about it on No Quarters. I mean, because it's probably the most interesting video game style movie that's ever been made. I mean, I can't hmm. think of anything hmm. that's remotely close Better to Better than Super Mario Brothers? Yes. Wow. Yes. By by leaps and bounds. I thought I would never see the day. Well, you know, Stranger Things have Now happened. you have. It's not made by Yui Ball. No, that's no, why. <laughs> Thank so. you, God. So that's Yay. that. If it's still around, see it. If not, wait three weeks. It'll probably be on DVD. Because I'm, sure, I'm sure this is going to be out well before Christmas. You know, they're going to shit it out to try to make some money back. Well, hell, there's, there's a ton of stuff from this summer that's already out. Yeah. You know, like basically everything from May. Like yeah. Prince of Persia is already out. Um, is it? Really? Yeah. Oh, or, or it comes out like Tuesday. Wow. Okay. Um, Like Killers, the... Yeah. The whatever that was, the... the Night Kutcher. and Day, the yeah. other one. Yeah, that's already out. Uh, Night and Day is already out? No, they, the other one. Killers oh. is the other oh, one. Okay. That was the same thing. Yeah, much like the Losers to the A-Team. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Night and Day on uh, DVD or Netflix. Right. Netflix streaming, which we very much love. Yeah, actually, the funny thing is, is like, um, I noticed a whole bunch more newer movies on there. I think that that deal, whatever deal they made is taking effect because... Yeah, I heard they were supposed to drop pretty soon, and I've I've already noticed a bunch of new stuff, so... Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, I think Over the Top is... It's on streaming now. Yeah, yeah it's it either is. going to be or it's or it's on. I so, think it is now. Um, you yeah. guys can go check that out. It's a it's a whirlwind of, of of Mike Hawks of Mike Hawk. Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention in the uh, oh. in the Garbage Pail Kids half. Okay. They lost out as best new actor mm-hmm. to Mike Hawk in. Uh, oh, who, who in did? Over the Top? Who did Dodger? the Garbage the Garbage Pail Kids? Did oh, the actual as a group. Oh, yeah. he was nominated. Or they were nominated. The group by was nominated by the Razzies. Oh, oh Razzies! Worst, worst new, uh, worst newcomer, or whatever no. it is. I yeah. totally would have given it to the Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, Mike Hawk. No. Mike Hawk was no. Mike Hawk won. Yeah, as usual or lost. Yeah. Well, we had a little Mike Hawk moment in the Penis Garbage Pail Kids because um, the guy, the captain guy, threw out some wisdom early in the movie, and Dodger threw it back in his face at the end. Yeah, pretty much same as Mike Hawk did. Yeah. <laughs> in over the top yeah you're cock you're <laughs> hey what <laughs> what are you dude what are you talking about what no. the fuck man? i don't know <laughs> oh my, come my brain just broke <laughs> dude we're, ta- we're talking no about to- mike hawk here no i thought we were talking about mike hawk mike hawk oh mike hawks yeah what i, I don't know it's plural actually by the way oh that depends on because i just put the trailer up on facebook today and they clearly say lincoln hawks ah yeah, but they, depending Hawks. on where you look, it, I know, it changes. I know. Anyway, BJ, anyway. have you perchance watched anything that may not necessarily I be new? I saw a movie. Oh, oh that's news. Yes. This just in, the beach sees a movie. What movie did you see? That was my current event. Thank you. I appreciate it. I saw Up. Oh, really? Of of all movies. Yeah, I was... While Harlow was enjoying a little vacation, I invaded his household and uh, abused his Netflix account. I also have a Netflix account, but I decided to abuse his because it was easier That's at the cool. time. And uh, and watched The Up. Um, you watched The Ups? Yes, I watched The Ups. Oh, you watched that movie about The Up? Yes. That's good. Yes. Thank you, grandmother. Um Like everybody said, the first 10 minutes is almost brutal. Um it's, you know, you get wrapped up in how, you know, cute and charming it is. And, oh, that's such, oh, that's nice. And or when it actually first started out, I've, I'd forgotten about the fat kid. And I thought that we were looking at the main character, which we kind of were. But I thought we were looking at the main character kid. And I was like, hmm, this doesn't match up with anything. Oh, yeah. yeah about 
four minutes later, it's like, oh yeah, that's the old man. And then it got really sad. And then it got sadder. Mm-hmm. Yep, kind of punches you in the stomach. And I kind of teared up a little bit. And the rest of the movie was, uh, that part was great. Like the first 10 minutes was just a brilliant film. And the rest of the movie was pretty good. Um, I I hate to say this because a lot of people, you know. Uh, hey, go for it. I, I, I kind of shit on Toy Story 3, so I think yeah. we're. <laughs> a lot of a, a lot of people, you know, seem to think that Up is a superior movie to Wall-E. Mm. Um and I I don't I liked Wall-E better than Up. Same here. Um even though I thought Up was, you know, nice and charming, it's a very much different movie. And it, you know, it has a good kind of good message, but I think they telegraphed a lot of what goes on in Up. And uh The dog's really funny. The dog was okay. I mean, I I think I liked Cockroach better than better than Doug. Okay, but um, as a sidekick, anyway. Sure. But I just didn't. I just don't think that it had. You know, it, it wasn't as consistent overall of a of a quality movie as Wall-E. Um, I liked the. Uh, I just liked the animation a little bit better in Wall-E. You know, I, and I fuck. I like robots. Damn it. Yeah. Robots in the future are awesome. Depressing movies about balloons are not as awesome. Slightly depressing movies about balloons. I don't know. So, I still like it. Fair enough. No, I like it. I'm not saying it's bad. I, I can't say that it's bad because yeah. it's not. Our, but our definition just, of bad Pixar is not like garbage bail kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like Cars is the, you know, the lower end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, not that Cars is bad. Right. It's just not as good. Yeah. Which I mean, Cars if, is still better than like ninety percent of movies that come out on a given in a given year. Yes, even with Larry the Cable Guy in it, <laughs> right? And but it's, it's probably also, the best Larry the Cable Guy movie Newman ever. And you know, yeah, Paul Newman outweighs all of them, balances mm-hmm. it out. It um, happens. It does. But uh, I would, I would rate it somewhere highly. I'm not even going to give it a number so that Metacritic can't come take that from me. <laughs> they can't take that from you, right? Speaking of which, speaking of not being able to take that from me. Nicely done, sir. I, uh, um, there's a few things I can do in this world. <laughs> yeah. One of them is segways. Well, spe- specifically Firefly segways. Firefly segways, segways yeah. which is where we're going next. Um, I also, as I was invading Harlow's abode, I sat down and tucked into some Firefly, which I haven't, I haven't watched in a while. I watched the first episode, like half of it, six months ago or so, and... Um, I think I was really tired and fell asleep. You know, I've seen it before, but it's been so long that I had, you know, thankfully mostly forgotten it so I could live a lot of it anew. And um, God fucking damn it. That show is incredible. Yeah. I, but no, 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 it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hmm. I guess I should watch that <laughs> sometime. I no. Mackie now refuses to watch it because he says it's been built up too much. That it cannot possibly live up to any kind of hype. So I was trying to downplay Mackie, don't hype. Don't listen. Just shut your ears. Uh, my ears are I shut, son. I think it's the best show that's ever been. But you know, it's okay. It. See, when you say shit like that. No, okay. It's the best show that never got a full chance. The best show that ever existed is Battlestar Galactica, the new one. Whatever you say, man. Yeah. No, I just I really really like it. Um. And I bring it up because of one kind of specific thing that occurred to me last night as I was uh, as I was watching back to back to back to back episodes. Um, I always forget that it's a mo- uh, that it's a TV show about twenty minutes in, except for the commercial breaks. Yeah. Um, it just it looks that good. Yep. And I'm watching it on not a a. Good enough to get me by TV, but not a, you know, not a super fancy high def set. And it's not coming in in high def. You know, it's, it's streaming Netflix over my jerry rigged connection. So it's getting, I'm getting decent quality, but it's not high def. You don't have enough peas? I don't have enough peas. Whatever. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't have enough bars or something, mm. but, hmm. um, it looks really good. And I just, it's, to me, it's just so well produced. I cannot sometimes distinguish that it's a TV show. Um, so I'm almost done watching through the series and, um, now this is again, or have you never again, made it? Okay. Again, uh, just making yeah. sure. Um, but 
like I said, it's been a while. I think it was three years ago was the last time I watched through it. So I'm like I like I mentioned before, I'm seeing a lot of it almost as if it were new because I've forgotten a whole bunch. You know, I pick up little pieces here and there like, oh, yeah, that's this is what happens. Okay, that that happens. But it's nice to be able to uh, relive the magic, as it were. And um, also, uh, God damn it, Christina Hendricks is one of the finest things on the planet. <laughs> Obviously, you made it to our Mrs. Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, is she now Emmy Award winning Christina Hendricks? I believe she is Emmy Award winning Chris, Chris, yeah, Christina yeah. Hendricks. Yeah. But um, if she didn't win for Mad Men, she will eventually. <laughs> yeah. Good goddamn, that woman is fine. Yeah. And so is, yep. you know, so is Miranda Baccarin and summer glow and yeah. um tool state so you're yeah. saying you think she's attractive i do i do i really do i'm thoroughly convinced that she's attractive okay but um i'm sure she appreciates that i'm sure she does we forgot I, gina I, I torres know. we should throw gina right torres yeah. that's who i, I yeah. was trying to think of her name hey that chick was on angel yes she was mm-hmm. i that's, watched that show yeah wasn't uh hey, you know who else was on that other people yeah <laughs> that show connor yeah wasn't Who's on uh, mad men yeah. Didn't, With Christina Hendricks. Right. Wow. Crazy, you huh? just blew my mind. No, was totally. Nathan Fillion on... I, I think he, he was on the end of episodes? Buffy, right? Or, or Buffy. No, he was at the very Buffy. end of Buffy. He yeah. showed up. Yeah. yeah. He's on Castle. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is Which currently Which everyone on cares Castle. about. Yeah. Apparently he, He's on good. Castle where he plays Angela Lansbury. Right. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Murder, he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of uh, all things nerdy... Like Angela Lansbury. She's huh. old. She's very hot. nerd. Um, I do believe that Mr. Harlow, as aforementioned, went on a little vacation this oh. weekend. Oh, you mean to the conflagration of, of, of dragons? Yes. Yeah, you went to the conversation of dragons. Yeah. yeah. How was it? The dragon were there finished. dragons? Uh, there, were there, were, there were not dragons. Were there dinosaurs with missile launchers? I was told that was there, there would be <laughs> dragons and there was were there, no dragons. Was there a conniption of dragons? Uh, No. What? No. No. What? I'm afraid not. Was it a Dragon Connect? No. <laughs> so, did you have fun? I did. And um, since we're talking about Firefly, let me just say that uh, I was witness to five members of the cast. At one time? Four, four major members and one uh, That's guest, guest party. star. Yeah. Um, yeah no, who was uh, the one guest star? Mark Shepard, who played Badger. Oh, yes, Badger. Yeah. They didn't really bring. Oh yeah, Badger. They didn't bring him in as a uh, Firefly <laughs> guest, though. He he sat in on some uh, Battlestar panels because he played a little bit bigger part on that. Uh, but uh, no, the uh, the primary uh, visiting members were uh, Marina Baccarin, Jewel State, Sean Marr, and of course Summer Glau. Did Marina Baccarin have her long long hair or short hair? No, she's got V hair. Ah, uh, I like that look on her. That's a shame. I like any look on her. Yeah, pretty much. What so, I'm saying is she's attractive. She is. Yes. I'm sure she appreciates that as well. I think she also probably knows that. I'm, I'm thinking. Are you calling her stuck up? No. No, just self-aware. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'm self-aware. Yeah. You're I'm, self-aware. I'm Skynet, what? motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, with that being said, Summer Glau, um, I was uh, privy enough to get a picture made, which uh, isn't on the Bamcast website, but will be before I post this, uh, where... Summer and I are giving each other a crash and burn, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, and I do. Yeah. And that's a thumbs up fist bump. That's exactly what I meant. Yes. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Which, uh, in hindsight, I wish I'd thought to uh, do that with other people that I had my picture made with. It's kind of dumb. But you're an idiot, so it's okay. That's true. Yeah. Somehow my head was functioning clearly enough to be standing in line to, you know, to meet her and go, you know, should do a crash and burn. But, you know. There goes my stupid brain. I was kind of surprised how short she was. She's she's a little wee, just pocket size. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, it's a it's a whole hell of a lot of fun, and um, I wanted to say welcome to any and everyone who may have I may have talked to in uh in various uh, states of inebriation along the way that uh may be listening to us, hopefully with newer episodes rather than later earlier ones. I mean, because uh, I think we sound a lot better. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we've got our act together a little bit. We do. Maybe a little bit. We can actually surf the internet and talk at the same time. I know. It's like crazy. I'm getting good. Got fat tubes here. Yep. But yeah, no, I I handed out some cards, talked to some people, uh, heard from at least one or two. Um, So yeah, welcome 
and uh still i'm still at this point trying to recover uh, it's wednesday yeah. just afterwards so yeah i'm still kind of in a walking weird state you didn't catch any illnesses did you no you no you didn't get the dragon no crud. no no no, no, no con, con flu no con flu yeah no confluence here that's a good thing confluenza yeah yeah i'm just naturally healthy i guess or something <laughs> yeah so you saw a lot of firefly firefly people. Firefly, Renity people. and yeah. uh, went to two Battlestar panels. Was there any Ron Glass there? No. Ron Glass action? No. He was there last year. Um, I'm now down to two signatures to have the complete Serenity crew autograph sessions. Who are you, who are you missing right now? Of course, the biggest two that are going to be the hardest to get now is Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk. But yeah. Because so he's what dead. What about Christina Hendricks? She's not. She's only on two episodes. I mean... She's I'm, not crew. I'm not going to turn her autograph away or anything else that... She would want to give me. Well, when you I see her, like remember. <laughs> <laughs> remember to tell her that BJ thinks she's very attractive. I, I will. I'll be like, you know, BJ of the Bamcast. And he's on the go. internet. Oh, <laughs> goddamn. God that damn. guy. Holy shit. That'd be funny if she, just, if she just geeked out. Like, <laughs> oh, my oh, God. My God. Really? <laughs> the guy that oh, does the intros? I'm such a huge <laughs> fan of that guy. Wow. Who does he write those intros himself? How much time does he spend doing those? I would shit bricks if she even went. <laughs> if you could get her going, oh, BJ from the Banffcast on video, yeah. even if it's totally faked, I would. She's uh, a good actress. She could fake she it. She could totally do, do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally do that. Anyway. Anyway. So you met Stan Lee. Uh, not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I pitched some ideas off and I said, Stan, 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 Stripperella, really? Come on, man. Let's move past this. Um, what yeah. we need is more traditional superheroes. And he's like, I'm Stan Lee. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And <laughs> Listen, I got this Captain USA guy, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's got this shield. He's got like a flag. I've, I've on got it. this. I got this new villain. It's he's Admiral Terrorist. <laughs> and uh, he's Admiral, higher ranking. I got this guy. He's, he's, he's half man, half spider. Yeah. I what think, think it'll be big. What do you think? I call it man spider. <laughs> I, got this, I got this guy. He's half man, half vagina. I call him mangina. <laughs> <laughs> mangina. Yeah. No, I saw Stanley speak. Mm -hmm. Very, very close for that one. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. He was in the second row. So it was almost like meeting him. Almost like. And then there was some guy from some show that, or from t some TV network that ruined another TV network was there. What? Interviewing Jane him. Leno? No, somebody from G4 was interviewing Stanley. And I was like, what? Am I supposed to care that you're Chris Gore from TV's G4? Huh. I want to see your Who fucking gives Stanley. gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, no. Um, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's great. Chris Gore no longer <laughs> listens to the Bamcast. He just, Chris he Gore. just shut it hey, off. Hey, he's Chris like, Gore is a peach. Let me tell you. Let me tell yeah. you right now. That guy's a peach. Too late. He already shut oh. it off. <laughs> well, hey, anyone that knows Chris Gore, tell him that he's a peach. The Bamcast said so. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. Uh, went to the Quantum Leap thing, which was fucking awesome. Seeing them on stage. Did you get to leap quantumly? I wanted to, but yeah. So what was it like meeting them? I didn't meet all of these people. <laughs> why, why do you go to these conventions if you don't get to meet these people? Uh, well, I met some internet people. Oh, oh really? Boy. Yeah. yeah, we're on the internet. Don't You can't talk like that. <laughs> yes, have to I be, can. You have I to can be, be like an elitist internet Dude, person. Dude, Sam Lee's on the internet. He is. He's on the Twitter. And he's like 90. I know. That's pretty awesome, huh? He's the so, real So family. what internet people did you uh, meet? Mostly, mostly folks from uh, the Twit Network. They had a, they had a meetup. That would be the Week in Tech. What is the this, Twit this Network? Week the Week in, in Technology? This Week in Tech. And what is that? Now they have expanded to other shows, not necessarily oh. dealing with just technology, but so they kept the So Twit you name. actually met them? I did actually meet them, yes. That's cool. I had conversations of dragons with them. Cool. What is this week in technology? Because I'm uh, that I'm, would be uh, started by Leo Laporte of Tech TV that was killed by G4 and Chris Gore. Um, started a, a radio television network on the uh, internets. So an internetwork, an internetwork, because it, it cannot be a radio and television network on the internet. Sure. So there are people like Veronica Belmont on it. There are yes. A few other. Um, internet famous people. I don't think she's technically. I don't know if she has any shows directly on. I thought there. she did. No, or I thought she used to be. Or she she guest stars on there a lot, but yeah. I don't think she actually has a regular show on. There. She's clinging to the coattails of the yeah, twits. Yeah. yeah, no, but um, mm. yeah, there was her and uh, Tom Merritt who uh, is on there a lot, and now is on there daily. I think he does a daily show on there now, and it's uh, a lot of podcasting. Yeah, he he's good a for podcasting him. fool. If well, he's listening, good for you, man. Yes, well done, well done, sir. And also, uh, Brian Brushwood of 
TV's Scam School on the Revision 3 and uh, NSFW on the Twit Network. He's a magician slash funny guy. Oh, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Except that he doesn't like to call it magic, I don't think. He calls them scams. Illusions. That's why huh? he has Scam School. Hmm. Press yeah. to digitation. It's not a trick. It's an illusion, Michael. Trick something a hooker does for money. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. But yeah. No, so they were all very cool and actually, you know, got to talk to them for a while. There was alcoholic Did beverage you involved. The bath, bath so what cast? you're saying is they were cooler than Stanley. They they were cooler than Stanley, yes, because they're on the internet officially. Cool. Yeah. Good times. They exist Did- solely on the internet and sometimes on your PlayStation 3. So. Yeah. Did you pimp the BAMF, the BAMF cast? I did. That's what I'm saying. I, Good. I, yeah, no, I mean, there was the Twit meetup. I just met up with a lot of people, like I said. Um, talked with Brian Brushwood for a while. Actually talked to his wife for a while, which was really strange. And then talked to his co-host, uh, who I think does a lot more of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And uh, he's he's really cool. And I thought Brian Brushwood was going to steal my, my shiny new HTC Evo, because that's what he does is magic tricks. But he really just wanted to see my phone <laughs> i just like, well, he, thank god he didn't did he, yeah, no, he was just like he was like hey let me see your phone and i'm like oh do you <laughs> think your evo was awesome well i think it might have been i think maybe he you know oh my god this is an iphone no i don't <laughs> <laughs> i just noticed but yeah no i yeah it was it was a lot of fun like i said met up met up with some cool people and did some talking Sweet. about stuff and you meet up with uh green capped and fleabeard and i did their ilk and laser beak yeah yeah i did um, we talk some shit in hotel rooms cause that's what people do. We have a conference in various locations right. about things. Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. This was all prior to the, uh, to the Hilton, uh, fire of O ten or 2010. <laughs> I miss saying O stuff. You know, I really ten. miss that. 10 doesn't sound right at all. This whole teens thing. 2010. Yeah. This whole teen, the, the teens just need to go the fuck away. Like 20 something. will be awesome. Like, oh, I remember back in 21, but, right. uh, yeah, no, we, we just talked about some bullshit, and then there was a fire in the Hilton the next morning. This is this is my joke, is that, uh you know, this is what happens when you let Twilight fan shit into Dragon Con. You get flames. Very big, nice. Big Very nice. flames. <clears throat> right. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. What? This reminds me of the weirdest thing that happened to me this weekend. Oh. Which I have to talk about. Shoot. All right. Well, I caught my dad watching Whacking Twilight. It. He had recorded it, it on the DVR. <laughs> Thank God, no. He had recorded it on the DVR, and I caught him watching it. And oh. I'm, and I'm like, I walk in the door, and I'm like, is that Twilight? He goes, yeah. And I walk back to my room. Um, really? You just left it there? That that was it? Well, that, okay. was, that was experience number one. Okay. Then I found out that he had gotten New Moon from Redbox. So, one day this weekend, when we were visiting my mom, we were sitting outside and talking, and... I was like, so I saw that you, uh, I saw that you had rented the uh, new moon, and you also watched Reg, you know, the first movie. So what did you think? You know, the loaded question. Like, I don't want to tell you right out that I thought it was a giant steaming pile of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're my dad, so I'm gonna at least give you the benefit of the doubt. Can children disown their parents? I mean, is that? <laughs> I think it's possible. Okay, and I okay. think it might happen. All right, just checking. Um, my dad liked them, which was really strange. Now, I'm not, I've never said that my dad has great taste in movies. I've never said that my dad has great taste in anything except for music. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really creeped me out that he liked the Twilight movies. I'm not sure if I should disown my father, murder him, and stuff him in a trunk. I don't know what to do about it. I would do what the Eskimos are prone to do. And you set him out <laughs> on a float out into the icy cold waters. Fire a flaming his... arrow into the... Okay. You can take it that far if I'm you want. I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Hmm. You and your dad need to go on a little mandate and go see Expendables. Yes. And just say, no. this is a fucking movie. No. No, no. There is only way, one way out of the Twilight Trap, and that is a double feature. The Expendables and Machete. True. That is the only way to do it. Yeah. That's this is the only point. way to erase the pain. Yeah. Especially if you watch both. Yeah, and you I almost, tried to, You almost need another one. You need to like find a copy of the A-Team and just watch that too. I tried to figure out why he liked him. And he wasn't like... It wasn't Teen Girl. At least it wasn't like, oh my god, it's Twilight. It's sparkly vampires. He thought it was an interesting take on the love story. He thought the effects were kind of cool. My dad has... 
no comprehension of what actual special effects are. If it's shiny, not sparkly, not sparkly <laughs> but if it's, you know, if it's a shiny effect, I got him to admit that the running up the trees and the running effects were total horseshit. Mm-hmm. But apparently, apparently the effects in New Moon with all the wolves and stuff were a lot better. Okay. Um, but he thought the effects were kind of cool. And he thought some of the fight stuff was kind of cool. Mm. I was like, "Oh, you mean the best fight of two thousand whatever?" And yeah, whatever that lasted about twenty God, seconds. That fight was terrible. Ah, uh. I, I don't think he. I don't think he meant in the first one. I think he meant in the one with the wolves, mm. New Moon. But it was really surreal to be you, talking to a man. You really sound like you're almost like issuing a challenge to us, and I don't want that challenge. I'm just. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm just trying to reconcile with myself, like. The person who I've grown up around that is supposed to be the paragon of of male, my father, likes the Twilight movies. Mm. I don't know how to handle that, really. Something Uh, something is broken inside of me now. It sounds like a dick. (laughs) Something (laughs) broken off inside of you. I mean, I'm not saying I like them. No, no, no. My dad, and I feel terrible. Hey, listen. Hey. Sometimes our heroes can't be perfect all the time. Apparently. They have to have flaws. That's what makes. But them he already heroes. has flaws. <laughs> I mean, I love my he's dad. Got, Don't get me wrong. If any of my family one. or my dad's friends, I I love my dad. Really, I do. But it's just, <laughs> I just I can't even comprehend it. It's so weird. I think I am going to have to turn my dad back into a man. Do that. Double feature. Double feature. Boom! It must be done. Yep. That's yeah. the it's, only way. If any of you out there in TV land um, have more ways to help me turn my dad back into a real man, uh, you should get in contact with us. Drinking and guns. That too. Yeah. But uh, so if you're interested in getting contact with us, I do believe that I have the ways that you can do that. Oh, because I think it's about time we wrap well, this oh, bitch no. up. Let me, let me tell you. Fuck! Fuck, ah. shit. Oh, come on. You, whatever. <laughs> I didn't do it in the middle of your thing. I have to tell you one more thing. Um, first off, I went and saw the Mystery Science Theater slash Cinematic Titanic fellows and lady. Mm. Oh, cool. Which was very awesome because they, they talked about it and then they actually showed a whole damn movie, which was uh, wow. pretty damn funny, actually. Were they? Did they do live? No, no, no. It was, like, was kind of weird. I thought this was a little bit of a cop-out, but they showed their DVD, which is kind of cool what they do. Um, since it has to be different than Mystery Science Theater, they don't do the little silhouette thing anymore. But they kind of kind of have like the, the movie shown in the center of the screen and then they're kind of on the sides because what they do is cinematic titanic they do live live it's not like mm-hmm. riff tracks where you can download it and enjoy it whenever they actually that's the only way they do it is live or on these dvds and so they kind of stand at these little they look like conductor podiums with little tiny lights with their notes and stuff written down of mm-hmm. you know the beats of the movie and um yeah so they kind of show that on the side like kind of unobtrusively hmm. you know sometimes sometimes you actually kind of want to see what they're doing because they they did do some funny shit that like mm-hmm. there was a great spit take and stuff like that that they do. So, nice. But yeah, I I laughed a lot. I I realized I realized why I I didn't care for later mystery science theater and why I probably don't care as much about riff tracks is because the original guys are so much damn better at that. I mean, Joel and those guys are amazing at hitting the right moments of making shit funny in a movie. So what movie was it that was on the East line? Meets Watts? It's a Never heard of it. Yeah, it's a um, kung fu kung fu black exploitation movie from the seventies, oh, and it's that sounds awesome. fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, if it hadn't been like a, a gigantic line, I almost wanted to go buy the DVD just to show you guys because it's so damn funny. But I, I may still because I'm sure they have a website or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, internet. Yeah, they they actually the let it, they actually that? let the audience decide on one of three movies. They had three different ones, and we just applauded for what we wanted. I said, East meets Watts. Yeah. Clap. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sweet. But uh, yeah, the only other panel that was um, probably the funniest panel I went to was the one I mentioned about going to the voice actors panel. Those guys are freaking hilarious. And George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost, does a spot on Don LaFontaine. Like really? he could be the movie trailer guy now. Nice. It's pretty amazing. So they actually let he He does uh, some some stuff like he does the uh, intro movies on uh, or voiceover on like spike for certain shows I think or not hmm. spike but uh FX yeah he does ah. like he does like the league and I think I've heard him do like an always sunny intro lead in voiceover thing cool but anyway yeah and they, and they threw Tom Kenny in the mix because one guy Phil Lamar canceled out at the last minute so Phil the Lamar boy, I know that name but I don't, yeah, don't remember why um 
He's done a lot of different stuff. He was like Green Lantern on the Justice League cartoons. He's but like he's in a shit ton of video games. Like you've probably seen his That's name probably on like it. every video game. It's probably from sequence. one of the GTAs mm. or yeah. something. But uh, yeah, so they brought in Tom Kenny, which was like, well, let's have somebody like, you know, only people who are really into voice acting are going to know who it is and replace him with like Tom Kenny, who's the fucking voice of SpongeBob. You know, <laughs> it's kind of a, of a big jump. But anyway, they were everybody's got to eat. They were hilarious. Yeah, and that's about all I have to say about all the Dragon Cons. Cool, cool. You know what you should say, BJ? What I just interrupted you with? How from? people get in touch with us. Yes. I do believe that I can tell you all how you can contact us. Because that's important information, and you want to know it. We want you to know it. So the first and, you know, most internet-y way, I guess, is to check us out on bmfcast.com. It is a website. We post things there, pictures. We post the podcast, obviously. We'll post some funny videos from time to time, and we have a neat little comment thing on each of our posts where you can comment, imagine that. And uh, we will generally respond to you at some point. We are also on the Twitters, which is uh, that neat little 140-character thingamabob you may have heard about on CNN. And we are at bmfcast. And uh, follow us, and we will tell you the things that we are doing and when we're doing them. And you may keep abreast of our situation with that. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> we're also on the face boobs. I mean, Facebook. Um, we are the Bad Movie Fiends podcast. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. Uh, you can like us there. I guess that's how it works. Um, you can like us there, and we've got most of the movie trailers. We will post oh, all, all the podcasts. Out. We've got all the movie trailers. Yeah. And uh, good job. All what I like about Facebook is it's, it's a thumbs up symbol. So I just like to imagine another one. Another one. And I somehow don't hate Facebook as when much. When you like us, imagine yeah. that those are two thumbs up symbols crashing yeah, just, together. Just, just punch your monitor. You know, that's. Yes. But uh, we are on that Facebook and uh, you can like us and that will mean that you will stay in more contact with us. Um, and again, you can comment on all the stuff like you can do on the Facebook stuff. Um, I don't know much about it, but uh, Harlow and Mackie do. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> we are uh, we are also available on iTunes, which is a really nifty, easy way to keep abreast of the actual podcasts. It will automatically downloadify and put them on your iSomething if you let it. Um, mm-hmm. And you can make that happen by subscribing to us, which is important because it makes us feel good. What also makes us feel good is uh, when you Oops. rate us. <laughs> and when you... <laughs> Yes, those two. When you rate us and when mm-hmm. you review us, that makes us feel good. Five stars, please, if you you know if you like us. Um, and a review helps out because it lets other people know how much you enjoyed this, and you really want to share that with people. Um, you can also, as always, send an email to bmf at bmfcast.com if you want to uh, if you want to do it old school email style. And then finally, we come to the very serious, most important thing that I need to tell you in this little segment. And that is that you really need to contact us the best way. Boobs. No. The Garfield phone. The one and only. You know what the Garfield phone is. Now you just need to know how to use it. Some people may not know what the Garfield phone is. If you don't know what the Garfield phone is, then... You need to watch Ninja Terminator. You need to watch Ninja Terminator for one. And also, I will tell you briefly, it is a telephone... That is Garfield. <laughs> wow, Whoa. that really... I Holy would not shit. have guessed that. You just blew my mind, man. So you're saying it's both a Garfield and a telephone. Not only does it not like Mondays, it also makes and receives phone calls. And eats lasagna. Exactly. Oh, I was thinking of the President Garfield. Oh, it also has a bitch's mustache. Have, it also <laughs> does not have mutton chops. It also right. has some some elementary schools named after it. Ah. That is correct. So the deal with the Garfield phone is you call the Garfield phone and our answering boy will pick up and you can leave a message with our answering boy. Skynet. Skynet. Yeah. Right. We'd like to call him Skynet. Mm-hmm. And once you leave that message, billions of packets will be sent across the internet directly to us. Through the tubes. Through the tubes, all of them. And that will transmit your voice to us where we can listen to you and hear how much you care. Then we might even actually put you on the podcast. It's already happened. It can happen again. If only you can... It can happen to you. (laughs) Under the right circumstances. (laughs) If you can only get... Mostly the right circumstances being you call, leave a message, we receive it, then we put it on the BAMFcast. Pretty much. Yeah. But 
Since I've talked about it for so long, I guess I need to tell you how to do it. Oh, yeah. Pick up your phone right now and dial 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. I almost have that memorized now. It's getting there. It's getting close. Yeah. The 5 jocks BMF. yes, I got that, but, you know, the numbers. Call us. Leave a message. We will make you internet famous. Yes. That is not only not a promise, but it is also not a guarantee. Hmm. You just confused me. It's kind of a statement, a broad statement. It is is a declaration Mm. that holds no legal binding. (laughs) We should do an entire uh, podcast in nothing but legal speak. Yeah, and legalese. Here with and heretofore. Heretofore. Yeah. The parties or and the parties maybe not involved. The parties that heretofore shall be named thusly. Okay. Okay, All right. Cool. I think that's going to about wrap it up for uh, this episode of the podcast. I hope so. Good God, yes. The hell's wrong with us? Good God, y'all. What is it good for? Uh, Fuck. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And that's Bamcast out. Thanks for listening. Bitches. See you later. Welcome, Dragon Connors. The cons of dragons. Did you say Connors? Yes. yes. The Connors of Dragons. <laughs> the Dragon. Dragon oh, Con. Oh, Dad. <laughs> I don't want to be vampires. Uh, mm. uh. Welcome all the Dragon Connors as well. <laughs> <laughs>